This is Daylight Magazine coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Ghana, voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segments designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. Welcome to Reflections for today. Today's nugget is titled, Honestly Mistaken. Honestly Mistaken. Honest mistakes are almost inevitable in the quest for truth, innovation, and change. Those who've never made mistakes are those who've greatly accomplished nothing. Though costly, we shouldn't be discouraged by mistakes because mistakes afford an opportunity to learn and grow. They keep us humble and enable us to see reality and ourselves more clearly. Most mistakes can be forgiven and corrected, provided will humbly submit to the truth. Our response to truth reveals whether we're really honest or are frankly misguided, stupid, 
and deluded. For when truth is presented to the honestly mistaken, they either cease to be mistaken or cease to be honest. This is written by Dr. Samuel Cranty Pipim. And for more nuggets written by Dr. Pipim, you can visit eaglesonline.org and click on Weekly Thoughts Nuggets. I am Margaret Abebrese. Thank you. is able he is able through prayer the impossibilities of man become the possibilities of god turn with me to matthew chapter 10 verse 27 matthew chapter 10 verse 27 i read what i tell you in the dark speak in the daylight what is whispered in your ear proclaim from the roofs remember god is indeed able Anything that is impossible for you is possible for him. And as he has told you, make sure you tell others. God richly bless you. I am Bell Dollar Bill. Thank you for tuning in. This is another edition of Youth Corner. My name is Afre Nyama Keke. Today, we shift the focus of this edition to skin bleaching. We will be looking at what the Bible says about it, how we as Christians are supposed to view skin bleaching, and some of the effects of this practice that has become so much uh, popular, even among Christians. My name is Afreni Amakeke. I'm here with Lord Lugard Webu and Anita Adombwache. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. All right. We'll start off as usual by looking at the definition of skin bleaching, just to set the premise for the discussion. Lord. Okay. I mean, you know, those are two words put together, bleaching and skin. You know, skin is the covering of the human body. You talk about bleaching and when you look at it, its definition tells us that if you take away the color of something so that you change its look, that is bleaching. So skin bleaching is simply taking away the color of the skin or changing the color of the skin. All right, Anita. Skin bleaching is best described as um, the application of chemical substances with the sole purpose of reducing the melanin in the skin. And by so doing, you lighten the skin. So skin bleaching is simply lightening the skin through the application of chemical substances. That's... This definition, and in fact, looking at this whole issue in perspective, does it only narrow down to black people? Do white people also bleach? Yeah, that's a very good question. In fact, bleaching is done by all 
races. races yeah. Even in Korea, you find out that even though they are pale, they still resort to bleaching. So bleaching is not restricted to a particular race. It's done by the black American race, by the Asian. Everywhere we go, there's bleaching. But it's just that it's done in different ways and the lightning has different levels. It's so unacceptable within Christian circles. There must be a reason. What are some of those? Well, bleaching your skin is changing your skin tone. And to Christians, we believe that we've been created specially by God. Mm. We've been wonderfully created. And so by changing your skin tone, you are indirectly telling God that he did not create you well. well. So for Christians, it's just telling the world that the creator that you worship didn't do his work well and it's misrepresenting christ on earth so that's the sort wow, wow we will be getting to other debatable issues in so far as uh, some of these justifications you have given mm-hmm. are concerned but i also want to take your view on this why bleaching skin bleaching in particular is so much condemned by the church okay or by know, christians all right um god is the sole creator of everything or else is adding something to the creation we put created things together to make something out of but to create originally we don't have the power to do that so if you desire to take the color of your skin change it in a different form as my sister said you are assuming the creation power that god has which you do not need to even desire in the first place so you are desiring to become someone who can create you don't desire something and you want to create something in place of it. All right? Uh-huh. So that is what you are assuming God's power of creation. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Sim- simply. Well, I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, understand this very well. And just to put away any shadow of doubt from any listener now who may want to attempt justifying it sure. further. Let me just draw a typical example. A man has an accident, unfortunately. He loses a part of his body. He mm-hmm. goes, the doctor or the surgeon, you know, replaces it with an artificial leg. Does mm-hmm. that also not amount to, you know, creating something else? And that, that's one of the reasons people give for, you know, bleaching. They say it's, it's just a natural way of enhancing your look. All right. Let me tell you, uh, God in his own wisdom has created all things perfect. The skin you talk about, if you change its color, what else will you use it for, apart from it being there just on the body? I mean, you talk about the accident. Your leg is cut off. You are given an artificial leg so you could walk. That was not given by God. Exactly. It wasn't given by God. Mm. Just like the, the skin color someone may be toning. Sure. Mm. Okay. Now, you think about um, other things like raw materials that you are giving us food. God didn't give us cooked food. He gave us raw materials to use as food. You get it. Per the wisdom, the intuition he, he has put in us to be able to. All right. So if knowledge increases in such a way that you don't have a leg, but you could be helped to be able to walk and go about your activities, you can compare that to skin bleaching, which is very, very, I mean, dangerous in the first place. God wouldn't want you to. In that case, you are changing the whole thing. It's like it is there and you are applying something to it, all right, to change the way it looks. But the leg one, it is not there. And you are being aided to be able to walk. You get it? All right. Let, let me come to Anita. Just still drawing the examples to clear 
all the doubts that may be in people's minds so far mm-hmm. as attempting to justify it. Some people are created fat, others are created slim. Yeah. Someone who decides that, well, I, I don't like the extra fat maybe on my body, mm-hmm. will decide to engage in some rigorous exercises, take drugs and all that. Can we compare that to skin bleaching? Someone saying that I want to tone the color of my skin so that I'll personally feel more comfortable with myself. Mm-hmm. I'm certainly not. Um, with what you said about being created fat or slim, I feel it's questionable. I believe that God creates everyone to be healthy. Now, we know that people acquire um, When I talk about fat, I don't necessarily mean obese. Okay. okay. Yeah. You're yeah. talking about people mm. being weightier than others. Yeah, yeah. Now, the question is, am I healthy? The sole purpose for exercising shouldn't be to lose the weight yeah, to look um, appealing, even though it's part of the purposes. But the first question is, am I healthy? If the weight is on you and it's not causing any health problems and it's not affecting your movements, it shouldn't necessarily be a problem. But here's the case whereby we want to make a comparison between this and bleaching. Certainly not. The person is losing weight for a better purpose, which is to become healthy to be able to perform duties easily. But you are bleaching your skin for what reason? To, if, to, 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 to look feel more beautiful. More comfortable more with com- your outlook, but well, your personal To be honest appearance. with you, bleaching your, your skin makes you more uncomfortable sure. because it takes off the first layer. And those people will testify if they should get a cut, they are unable to heal naturally like yeah. most of us. And some of them even have bad odor. Mm-hmm. And so you can't tell me that skin bleaching is equivalent to someone who wants to reduce weight because of health reasons or because of movement difficulty. You are rather reducing the functional ability of the skin because that melanin is there for a sole purpose of protecting us from the UV rays, which are the cause of cancer. So by bleaching, you are rather inviting cancer into your skin and so it's not justifiable to add to what i okay, was saying well, in a minute yeah. i was saying earlier you know that weight loss thing you feel is making you more inactive or well, let's say the accident stuff you can't walk i hear like the, your, your skin is there nothing touches it and then you choose to just change its color like that to brighten yourself up or something just to look more attractive no god wouldn't allow that is it simple as a result would you say categorize it as oh, a yes, sin. Yes, I, I mean, put, with all that yeah, you've I said. Put it, I, I put it to you before that uh, you are assuming a creation power that God alone has. Mm. Simple, yeah. And does the Bible specifically state, you know, that it is wrong in any way? Sure. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. He who destroys the body will be destroyed as well. All right. He, he who destroys the body, the body will be destroyed, be destroyed as well. Uh, thank you so much, Lord. Look at Webu and Anita Dombwache. Uh, most definitely our listeners have been educated on the issue of skin bleaching. We'll continue subsequently by looking at the effects and some other issues. My name is Afre Niyama KK. Thank you for listening.
any enquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or zero two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five Adenta Greater Accra Region Ghana Trying to do what's right, don't you know? And I pray the Lord He'll help me win this fight, don't you know? Oh yeah, Ezekiel saw He saw that we're way in the middle of the air. Ezekiel saw Oh, in the middle of the air. Ezekiel saw He saw that we're way. Well, you better mind my brother how you walk on the cross, don't you know? Your foot might slip and your soul get lost, don't you know? Well, old Satan, he wears a club foot shoe, oh Lord, in the middle of the air. And if you don't mind, he'll slip it on you, don't you know, in the middle of the air. Ezekiel saw, he saw that we're way in the middle of the air. Ezekiel saw, oh, 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 in the middle of the air. Once again, it's a privilege to speak to lovely people like you. And I am so thrilled about you coming to give me your ears. I really have that kind of blessing because you are hearing me. Today, I want us to look at the power of togetherness. The power of togetherness. Jesus, the Son of God, is the only Savior of the world. Without Him, you will perish. He happens to be the only Son of God. And when we come to Him, He also gives us that kind of privilege to be sons and daughters of God. When we have Him, you know we will have life. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. 
The Bible tells us in Amos chapter 3 verse 3, Two walk together except they agreed. Now, even some who are striving for the mastery over the enemy develop a predisposition to do wrong. You see, evil prevails over good because they do not trust wholly in Jesus Christ. They do not abide in him. And because of the lack of dependence on God, we do not have that kind of agreement. And therefore, the Lord is saying one thing and we are also saying another thing. But no one is compelled to choose this class as familiar associates. The temptation of life are met everywhere. And those who complain of the church members being cold, being proud, haughty, unchristlike, need not associate with this class. There are many who are warm-hearted, self-denial, self-sacrificing, who would, if necessary, lay down their lives to save souls. Let none then become accusers of the church members, but let the thirst grow together with the wheat. For thus said Christ, He said, It should be. That is how it ought to be. But we are not under the necessity of being terse ourselves. Because the harvest is not all wheat. Those who reject the life and character of Jesus, refusing to be like him, declare themselves to be in controversy with God. He that is not with me is against me, Jesus Christ declares. And he that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. Those who love God will not choose his enemies as their friends. The question is asked, Should you help the ungodly and love them which hate the Lord? True Christians will not choose the society of non-Christians. If the Lord gives them a special position in the world, as he gave Joseph and Daniel, he will keep them from being contaminated. We need to descend good from evil. We need all the help and instructions that come from a true faith. We need to listen to the incalculation of scripture and doctrines which are free from the sophistry and deception of the great deceiver, Satan. We need to live in as pure a religious atmosphere as possible that we may bring solid timbers into our character building. We have to agree with God right now by association with those who have no faith in God. Wrong ideas are imperceptibly insinuated into our minds and into our hearts by the master worker of deception. These prove the ruin of many. Will you choose the association of the irreligious and disloyal who own choice from those who love God? Will you place yourself as far from the light as possible?
This is the way of delusion. This is the way of deception. You will never be where you will find too much light. But woe to those who choose darkness rather than light. You see, the Bible is a simple book. And if we read it more carefully, we'll find out that God is looking for people who will agree with him. You see, the mindset of God is always pure and everlasting. It is holy and sin-free. He wants us to have that kind of mindset, to be in agreement with him, to have that intertwining with him so that our lives and his life will be in the same tuning when our life is intertwined or entwined with that of the Lord God Almighty people will say that yes these people are children of God this is the promise given this is the mandate given this is what we have to cling on to to be in the same agreement with the Lord. I ask you today, are you in agreement with the Lord? If you are not in agreement with Him, then I am sorry that you will have no part with Him. But if today you will say, Lord, I agree with you, take my life, all that I have is yours. The Lord is saying that you will have that kind of assurance and he will never fail you and heaven will be rest assured for you. May God bless you so much. May you have that kind of joy and that kind of peace that the Lord expects you to have. May your life never be the same. May you be blessed now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or zero two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu dot edu dot gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five. Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>